Welcome to The Rot Focus, a podcast for rotters, newbies, and veterans, and everyone in between. We're hosted by M.A. Lee with the assistance of Remy Black and Edie Rooms, all from Rotters Inc. Books. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Each episode lasts as long as it takes to fix a quick dinner, drive a short commute, or take a brisk walk. Resources and links are in the show notes. Visit us at therockfocus.blogspot.com. Now, on to this week's episode. The Rock Focus is currently in the series all about characters. From building and presenting a character to relationships, leadership styles, team roles, and special touches for characters. Avoid creating characters who are stereotypes. Reveal their public and private interiors. Focus on couples, mentors, enemies, and much, much more. The information comes from M.A. Lee's guidebook, Discovering Characters, part of the Discovering series on the writing craft. Link to the guidebooks are in the show notes. New writers always search for the perfect method to develop characters. They hunt on the internet and on Pinterest and find scads of character templates. They print them out, find something better and print that out, find something much better and online and fill it out and print out the filled-in template. Then they post the information on the wall at their desk or in a software program specifically designed for writers. Done, they think and launch into writing their story. About one-third of the way into the story, they realize they need more information about their characters. Back on the hunt, they go. They scan template after template on sites for writers, quiz members of their critique groups, go back to Pinterest, question people on Twitter, research on the internet. They print out what they find, they fill it in, post it, start writing, run into another character wall, Go hunt for a new template. Stop. Just stop. The problem is not the template. The problem is thinking the template is the answer. Templates are starting points. They're totally inadequate for character development. Templates work for the master book of your book. In order to live, however, characters are more than blank lines on a questionnaire. Writers need to live with their characters to understand them. All templates will cover the surface, the physical being of a character with the additional factual elements of a life, education, work, family and friends, habits and hangouts. Using templates avoids the hard work of understanding a character's mind and heart and soul. While we can happily fill in birth dates and graduation dates, first jobs and lousy bosses, shallow fears and top bucket list goals, How much do we really understand about the drive and motivation and worry and sorrow that crowds every person's life and therefore every character's life? The individual self has four spheres, the physical, the mental, the relational, the spiritual. Body, mind, heart, and soul, we are each sphere in every breath, every wayward thought, every beat of our heart, and every blink of our eyes. Our characters should have those spheres as well. How do we find them? We dig. While the body and the mind are easily depicted on the page, the heart and the soul are hard to convey to our readers. 
yet heart and soul together will create characters that readers love and love to hate. Templates only hint at these. We show the heart through the relationships that our characters engage in. The soul is much more difficult to present to our readers. The spiritual self is not a religion. It is not an adherence to a creed. While it has elements of those, it is more what pleases and revolts the essential self of our characters. If you have a blank copy of a template that you thought would be the answer to understanding your characters, get four highlighters. Assign a color to each sphere, such as green for body, yellow for mind, red for heart, and blue for soul, or any color key that you want. Spend a few minutes highlighting, then come back here. Go on, I'll wait. Back already? Oh, I know. You have a couple of items that you don't know how to highlight. Let's see. Temperament. That would be heart. Your template says mood, and yours says disposition. Those mean the same thing. Still, heart. After all, our ordinary mood is how we relate to others, isn't it? You have fears on your template? Well, this one would split. Some of our fears are mental. We can fear snakes, just like Indiana Jones. Our heights are the number 13. Those are shallow fears. Oh, your character closes down in large groups. That is a heart fear. These fears control how we react to people, how standoffish we are because we're introverted, how we close down because someone hurt us in the past. Now go back to your template and continue highlighting. Make sure that every item on the template matches to one of the four spheres. Are you through now? What did you discover? Not much on the heart or the soul, right? A good template should balance all four spheres of the self. That's hard to do. So most templates focus on the purely factual physical details about characters. Please repeat that question. Thank you. Did you all hear her question? She asked how to develop information about the other three spheres. That's the reason we're here, to develop our characters. Let's start with the template. And no snide comments from the back row, please. Templates are very good for the basic outline of a character. Why did you have to sit through that lecture if we were just going to do another character template? I can't believe you just asked that. Did you miss the point of my lecture? The template is not your end point in character development. It is only a starting point. And we have to start somewhere. Starting point, the basic character template. Number one, we have 10 of these. Name, importance of name. Yes, look that up. Look up how that name came to be. Because remember, people are given names. Very rarely do they choose them. A nickname. Oh, there goes an airplane flying across. The reason for that nickname, age, birth order, because sometimes being the firstborn makes people natural leaders and sometimes people begrudge it. Middle child, read through some reading on that. Birth date and day, birthplace, current resident. The above are all elements over which most characters have no control. Names are imposed upon people, nicknames are given, a lucky few can choose their nickname. Is your character one of the lucky few? Birth order affects a character's relationship with the world. Leader, privileged baby, neglected middle, ruler of the others, overachieving middle, and so on. Do a little research about birth order and its effect on personality before you decide for your character. 
The following areas of the template contain items that are based on genetics, as well as choices a character makes in dealing with these genetic markers. Template number two, appearance, height, weight, clothing size, fit of clothes, because that matters. Fitness of body, maintains fitness how? Hair, natural color, hair length, eye color, glasses or contacts, complexion, personal hygiene, left or right-handedness. How a character maintains physical fitness and hygiene does or doesn't reveal their self-esteem. People who constantly worry about their appearance, who constantly worry about their weight and makeup, can be emotionally needy. People who neglect their appearance and their fitness have difficulty relating to the world. Prior to the 1900s, teachers would force left-handed children to write with their right hand. In certain parts of the world, being left-handed still carries a stigma. Most lefties will laughingly complain about living in a right-handed world. Using scissors to cut along lines is difficult. Writing with a pencil or a slow-drying ink pen leaves residue on the hand. And people always comment on that residue. Now we're entering personal choices. Things that characters have more control over except for the scars. Although keeping the scar visible or hiding it would be a personal choice, wouldn't it? Personal choices, template number three. The usual jewelry worn. The memory about that jewelry. Tattoos, the meaning related to the tattoos. Scars, what caused the scars. Memories related to the scars. Habits, quirks, common fear. Cause of fear, phobia. Cause of phobia, usual temperament. Qualities that draw people. Biases, blind to what. Prejudices, reason for prejudices. This is our first templates that we're not going to have an answer for every one of the items. Jewelry is usually something a character personally picks out or that came as a gift with special meaning. Tattoos were once forbidden. Now so many people have them that they are no longer an exotic element. Fears and phobias are scars upon the self, the soul, just as physical scars are. The character's backstory is often revealed through those chosen markers. We can choose to overcome our fears. Therapy may be needed to overcome phobias. We do choose to hide or reveal our physical scars, whether through makeup or surgery or masking with clothing. Template number four, character in society. Education level, current work, past work, other work history that's relevant. Social class, limitations because of social class. Work skills, best soft skill, Worst soft skill, speech pattern, fluency with other languages, career. Is career related to education? Sometimes it's not. Even the privileged or enlightened upper class have limitations opposed upon them. One example is that the extremely privileged have difficulty imagining the world beyond their everyday experience. They can't really understand being impoverished or struggling to make ends meet. They automatically assume that people can easily travel to far-flung places. Business classifies about 10 soft skills, so-called because those skills aren't truly trainable. They are choices taken by employees to succeed or not in the workplace. Among them are efficiency, time management, attendance, cooperation, and timeliness. Many people attend college because they imagine themselves in the perfect workplace, doing what they most love. The vast majority of people rarely make their living doing what they love. 
For this reason, many take up hobbies such as sports or riding so they can survive the nine to five drag. Template number five, relationships. Relationship number one, then number two, then number three, because usually people have three relationships that are very core to their lives. Most treasured possession, sexual experiences, the reason for those sexual experiences, group connections, religious affiliation, level of devotion to the religion, political affiliation, level of devotion to that, service affiliation, level of devotion to that, professional organizations, and level of devotion to that. Relationships, those three close intimates are probably the, the spouse who is a friend, the BFF, and so on. The most treasured possession in a person's life usually is a gift from someone who is gone or an item that transformed their thinking. The level of devotion that people have to their affiliations is very revealing. Some people post on social media constantly about their politics. Others end every encounter with have a blessed day. Many people volunteer at local charities, sometimes by choice, sometimes because their workplace demands the employees give a certain number of hours, yes, even hours beyond their work time. Still, other people depend upon their professional organizations to stay abreast of changes in their fields or to network in order to find jobs where they don't have to donate personal time. Template number six, basic keys. Things like favorite food and reason, favorite music and reason, favorite color and reason, favorite artwork or artist or both and the reason, favorite TV show, film and the reason, favorite book or writer and the reason, favorite clothing, favorite vacation, most important three items on a bucket list and the reason for those being most important. Three bucket list items done, three bucket list items crossed out and replaced. The next three bucket list items to achieve. These basic keys help you ornament a character's lives. They create easy snippets to add into a character's day and give hints about what's important for the character. The following deepest secret template is the most important. It's number seven. You need to basically write the story. What is the deepest secret? When did it originate? Where? Who was involved? How? By whose aid did the deepest secret get kept or was kept from that person? And why? Now do you see the reason that templates are inadequate and we're not quite finished with the basic information? You may want to make multiple copies of the important life event template, graduation, failure at college, engagement, jilted at the altar. All of these are important life events, including marriage, divorce, birth of first child, miscarriage, loss of the best job ever, firing from a job, death of a parent, death of a child. How angsty do you want this person's life to be? And again, you're telling the story about the important life event or however many that you'll need to do. What is it? When did it occur? Where did it occur? Who was involved? How did it occur? How did it affect your character? By whose aid? And why did it occur? Template number nine is stomping grounds. Stomping grounds are a character's favorite place, a hangout with friends. It can be the local neighborhood. It can be a favorite waterfall on a favorite hike. 
You can always have more than one stomping ground. Such places are not time or space dependent. Again, describe it. What, when, where, who, how, by whose aid, and why. Last template is the bucket list. Goal number one, the purpose for pursuing that goal. Do that for number two and a number three. Then what are the characters' dreams for the future? What past dream did they develop and they've now achieved it? What past dream did they give up? And what dream is almost within reach so that they are striving for it? All of these character templates are very important to fleshing out your character's personality. Eddie Rooms is going to share the template that she worked out for her main character, Robin Hood, in her Wild Sherwood series, the upcoming book is The Hooded Outlaw. She's not going to tell us everything, of course, because she needs to leave mystery for the readers to be involved in the story. So none of the basic character information is necessary for her to share off that first template. On the appearance, she decided she would share first that their physical appearance of Robin Hood is lean and wiry. He's a little gaunt because they're not well fed in Sherwood. He also always shaves. She wants him to have a patchy beard and thin, so he shaves it off constantly. He will grow a little scruff here and there, but primarily he's clean shaven. On the personal choices template, the jewelry is that he hid his family jewelry when he was declared an outlaw. His title and lands were forfeit to the crown because of a crime that he committed, and he needs a pardon from Richard I before anything will be restored to him. Robin is good-natured, but he feels a little hopeless about his future. He's a natural leader because he cares about others and wants to help. That caring about others is revealed in the character and society template. Originally, he's a young baron in a shire that's closer to London, He's of the nobility, which makes him feel responsible for people. That drives his fight against corrupt government of Prince John's appointees in England. Also, on the work skills, Edie tells us that Robin Hood is not the best archer. He can't set snares. This is why he got really gaunt before he encountered Little John in Sherwood Forest. She will not share any of the relationships template because it talks too specifically about things she wants to develop in the novel. From Basic Keys, under the most important item on Robin's bucket list is to get a pardon. In order to do this, he is helping to raise the ransom for Richard I, who is currently in a German prison. He is going to steal money from corrupt lords and corrupt abbots around Sherwood in order to do this. This is not anything new to the Robin Hood tropes that have to be done. Instead, this is classic Robin Hood. Under guilty secret, deepest secret, Edie says that Robin is guilty of the murder that got him outlawed. A death of a lord who was visiting his home and that lord was abusing a child and Robin Hood killed him. He didn't intend to kill him. It was not premeditated. But the Lord was very popular with Prince John, and Prince John does not want Robin uh, to not be held accountable for his crime. 
So he fled and was declared an outlaw. Other life important life events, one that Edie will share is when he entered Sherwood and was discovered by little John. He stumbled into robbery, actually. He did not intend it. He knew that a local person was in need of money in order to pay an unfair tax, and he happened upon a fat merchant, and he took the money from him. The biggest crime that he has committed so far, which is the major important life event, happened at Candlemas with the Abbot Petros at Throckmorton Abbey. He's charging double rent of tenant farmers. So Robin Hood and his men performed a heist to recover the overcharged rent and help the farmers. This originally developed in a story where Alan Adele is the primary focus. The story is called A Fairy Song for a Feast and is in the Outlaws of Wild Sherwood anthology. Finally, from the bucket list, here are three items but Edie is not going to share the information behind it. Of course, we know he needs a pardon for the king in order to recover his barony, number two, and number three, marriage to the Lady Marianne. Thanks for listening to The Right Focus, a podcast for writers at all levels, hosted by Emma Lee from Writers Inc. Books, assisted by Remy Black and Edie Runes. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle called Background Music Loop. Its creator is Alexander Polishchuk, known on Audio Jungle as Plastic 3. The music comes in different iterations. Show notes and resource links for this and other episodes can be found at therightfocus.blogspot.com. Write to us at linkbooks at aol.com when you have questions, comments, and speculations. We will try to answer you as quickly as possible. By the way, we will not mind your email address. That's rude. If you find value in our content, share with your writing friends or write a review. We're small beans here without the advertising budget of the big peeps, and you can make a difference. And whatever occurs, right on.